Welcome back to the podcast on everything. I'm your host, Dan Berlin. I have with me Kelsey Fraunheiser. And today's episode is Coronavirus California Edition. Um, Kelsey was living in California during the beginning of the coronavirus, and she is a student there. Um, And she can explain everything you need to know about what it was like being in California during the start of this pandemic and what she had to go through in school trying to make it through the spring semester. Um, So, Kelsey, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Is this your first podcast ever? Yeah, but I've listened to plenty of them. Yeah, so um, let's get right into it. So... I know in Maryland, which is where I'm located, it was like March 11th, March 12th. Um, do you remember exactly like when it started in California for you guys to the shutdown or what exactly happened there? Um, I think it was right around the same time, maybe a couple days late. Actually, I think it was beginning with the that I started hearing about schools shutting down first and food to like <laughs> survive in your room and not leave um no and it was actually i was down to like two rolls of toilet paper and then that was everybody that was when everybody was going crazy and taking the toilet paper out from the stores dang um did you do you live with anybody out there no i lived by myself at the time um so i'm getting that email was <laughs> caused me a lot of anxiety um, just thinking that I have to be in my by myself for the inevitable future. <laughs> um, and I literally had to find out, like, the next morning. I was like, what, how are we going to do this? Like, I was like, going to school and the next day take this final. I just got this email saying that I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Yeah, so, like, during this, are you talking to other students and, like, hey, like, what what's going on? Or did you not really have communication with many people in your classes um, and stuff? 
Yeah, so I have a group text uh, with my friends, um, with, a, with my close friends from my program, and um, actually one of them had texted the group saying, you guys get that email, because I hadn't read it yet. Um, it's, it, the next response in the group was from my other friend, and it's like, oh, I don't think it's that big deal. I think everybody's overreacting or something like that. So this was very obvious to me. And I was like, what in the world are they talking about? Um, and that was when I read the email. And then I texted back, like, capital OMG, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then I called mom and told her what was going on um, because I was actually supposed to go home the following week. Um, I had a flight home for my family's birthday. Everybody's born in March. Um, and that's my spring break. So I called her and I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, I just, school is like canceled and I like think I still want to go home, but I'm not sure. Like, they told us we have to stay in our houses. I think going all the way across the country is probably <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was just, it, I was supposed to study the rest of the day, and I could not. Like, I was so anxious, trying to, like, take phone calls, talk to people, figure out what the like, was going on, what was going Um, luckily, the professor took that into consideration when we had the flight this way. <laughs> it a little easier. Um. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Like, I don't know anybody that could actually study it <laughs> once they get that announcement. Because, like, your whole life is like, all right, how do I figure out what to do? You know? Yeah. Like, everyone would just uh, fail, the, like, <laughs> fail the next yeah. test. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and luckily he gave us um, the whole day to do it instead of just it was supposed to be from 8 to 11. And he just... Uh, he was like, okay, I'm going to post it online, and you just take your time, get it to me by 11 tonight. That was his way of Um, When did you get your grades back to see how you did, and how did you do on that final? Um, I got a B plus, so <laughs> not bad. Um, I think it was an 87. Um, in that class, what did I get? I think I got a B plus overall as well. So, mm -hmm. so um, did he keep the final as like twenty five percent, or did he like bump it down because he's like not everyone can be mentally there still, you know? Um, no, that he still counted it as everything it was going to be counted as originally. Um, I think it was thirteen percent, but I think he graded it a lot easier. Um, with the first exam, the midterm, he was pretty hard grader, in my opinion. Like, the answers that he marked, like, did give me full points. I was like, I think that was a pretty good answer. Um, <laughs> time, he was, like, a lot clear. Like, as long as you got the like, premise, he was like, yeah, full points. All going through the end of the world, it's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, before this happened, how much talk was going around campus about the pandemic? Honestly, not that much. And 
I think that's one of the reasons why I felt so unprepared because, like, I knew it was happening in China, and I heard the first case had come to the United States, and then it was, like I said, before we heard that other campuses were closing. But I guess, I don't know, I guess I didn't really necessarily have time to process that, or I didn't really talk to it about anyone. I heard it, and I was like, oh, I'm like, wow, that's pretty extreme. But I didn't really take the next step and be like, oh, that could be happening to us within, like, a couple of days. Um, so when it did happen, I was, I don't know, I was very taken aback. Um, and it took me quite a while to be somewhat okay with my <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, so your finals are done, and then you're just in your room <laughs> like yeah so so how did you get through a week and <laughs> however long you were there how long were you in your your um your room by yourself um so the whole next day it took me like that long to do the final because i was mm. so stressed out i took like the full what is it 15 hours that he gave us to do it not like literally worked on for 15 yeah. hours but like on and off all day I was by myself all that day, and then I was by myself the next day because I was trying to, like, follow the orders, of course. Um, and then after two full days, like, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but, like, <laughs> for me, um, I finally called my friend, literally lived right upstairs, and I was like, okay, like, are you seeing your boyfriend who lived, like, downtown and not in our place? And um, I was like, I don't know, like, how far to take this. Like, are you seeing your boyfriend or are you seeing other people? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I can do this all by myself. It's kind of freaking out. He was like, Kelsey, we live in the same building. It's fine. This counts. <laughs> like, just talk stairs. <laughs> so, at that point, I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Because we like, somebody can help me, like, it's okay, I'm allowing you to come over because we got all these orders. Like, basically, like, stay at home. Everybody's a danger to your house. Like, <laughs> it's all um, So I was just really freaked out, but I didn't want to, like, make it else uncomfortable. But, like, thank God she was like, okay, come on, come on, do it. Yeah, we were kind of in the same boat because, like, we were just told to, like, I think see six or ten people, but like not be more than ten. And I'm like, I just saw you guys yesterday. I know you're fine. I'm like, <laughs> like either we both have it or we both don't have it. So I'm like, why can't we hang out? You know, <laughs> like that's what it was like yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, that's how we took it as well. After like my initial like two day, two and a half day like freak out because I got that like the original email at three p.m. on. Yeah, that afternoon. So two and a half day freak out by myself, like just so anxious. <laughs> what do I do? I was just not going to leave my house. I'm going to try not to do that. But how am I not going to lose my mind? I don't know. Um, and then it was, I really needed something else to like kind of bring me back. Like, okay, we're not all dying. Just come up here. <laughs> um, and then after that, we just tried to stick to the... Uh, 
like yeah what you what you said before and people but it's difficult because they lived in a four apartment and so with me category five um and with their boyfriend there like <laughs> kind of already at that limit but it was the same thing that you just said like we've all been seeing each other past however many weeks and we're fine so just because we got sent that email we all have stuff we have corona <laughs> Now, um, when it came to the mask situation for for you and all that, um, how quickly did California kind of issue the mask policy, and then how did you go about getting one? Um, so it was kind of slow. Like, I really think, if you don't mind this reference, but it's kind of like teaching abstinence in school, and they expect you to, like, listen instead of, like, providing you a condom cup, I just like, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> it was just that for a really long time. They were like, yeah, just stay home. And so then if you didn't want to stay home, like, not want to, but, like, uh, if you need to go to the first At first, it was, yeah, there were no masks. They just started bringing, like, less people in at a time. Um, I remember waiting in line after like after the pandemic started and getting in line to get into Trader Joe's for like an hour. because there were just the amount of people that could come in, but there was no maps at first. Um and then I don't think it was until like April, um that the mask went started to go out. Like, oh if you do go out you need to bring a mask. Um I don't know, I just remember it starting, like, really slowly. It may have even been mid, um, where, like, stores really started requiring, like, people are not allowed to put their hand unless you have a mask on. And then, how did I get one? Um, oh, I bought a surgical mask from Walgreens, um, before it was, like, we had to have them, had them up on the counter, and they were selling, like, the surgical masks, like, one by one, like, the whole package. And they were selling them for exorbitant price, saying. Um, <laughs> but I bought one because I was like, oh, this, I'm probably going to need this at some point very soon. Because um, some people were already wearing it, it just wasn't required yet. And I was like, okay, that seems really smart. Like, let's do that. So I started with that one. Then one of my um, classmates was making them, um, donating, not, uh, like what you pay for them, um, they donate the product to like a network who was keeping people with not COVID symptoms out of because the hospital filled COVID symptoms. Um, so I was like, oh, that's great. I love um, So I bought a mask from them, um, and it has an arm It's pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> So then I just started wearing um, that one instead, that cloth mask instead. Um, and then I was thinking, I think it was very shortly after that, or right around that time, that the businesses were like, hey, you can't win unless you have a mask, and that's when like the mask mandate happened. Um, but we were still being told like to stay at home for quite a while. Um, yeah. 
Now, how quickly did people flee California, students flee to go back to their homes? Um, so the next week was, so I think it was a Tuesday, Tuesday of finals week that all of this craziness happened. Um, and then it was that, that coming Saturday, that was supposed to be the start of spring break. And everybody, of course, we all had plans to go through stuff. Um, and the first message, like the first email we got that all in-person, uh, exams, classes are canceled until at least the beginning of the week was set for so like the next two weeks um, and then stay at home don't leave your house um, so then of course they're sending us email updates every day that week so we're impossible day and it basically said um, if you go home or like leave for spring break don't come back <laughs> um, and this was mainly for the undergrads, I think, because they're in dorms and they're like a lot of them all in one room. Okay. Um, and because a lot of us graduate students were like, excuse me, what? <laughs> this is like where we live. It's not just a dorm because when you're an undergrad, you assume that you have like parents to go back to and live with, right? Because you're just living in like your permanent home. Whereas like the graduate student apartments, like, People, you can live there year-round. Like, that can be your actual, your home base. Um, so when, like, that email, a lot of us were like, um, uh, I don't think you can do that us, but, um, but then they, like, sent out an amended one to graduate students, and they were, like, basically, like, look, we know you all have plans, but we're in a pandemic now, so you should cancel those plans <laughs> and stay here. Um, or if you decide to go somewhere and it's safe for you to stay there, then you should do that. Um, basically, like, don't go to the corner and then come back to California, which it makes sense. It was just, like, very, very quick, very sudden. Um, and so... After much deliberation with my family, we ultimately decided that it, it would be better for me to stay in California since we didn't really know what was going on and air travels didn't seem like the best idea. Um, and I didn't want to go to Maryland and then try to come back and like not be allowed to come back. Um, so I just canceled my trip. I'm sad. <laughs> um, so you're staying in California for spring break. Then during that week, of course, they're sending out a lot of emails because the quarter, the public quarter was starting that next week. And they were like, yeah, we're going to do online classes. Um, be patient with the professor because nobody was planning for this. And they said literally all the professors within a week and a half. Not only have to finish grade, so people their finals. So, like the two people, not the people, two days on Monday, Tuesday, those finals were in person. So, whatever lucky professors got there, that's great. But, like, anybody <laughs> after, really quickly figure out, like, what the heck to do about finals. Like, one of my finals completely, um, and I just had to write an essay instead, which, like, 
for me personally, I was I was fine with because I like writing, but a lot of people were like, "What?" They're <laughs> done writing reporter. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think it was pretty crazy to expect professors just to literally, like, in a moment's notice, be like, mm, everything's different. Um, so I was TAing, so I was a teaching assistant for that uh, spring quarter, so the one that was starting, like, at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and I met my professor, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. Um he had to like keep me posted about like what his plans were because and he was like asking for help he was like had you know how to do Zoom um, because he so he decided that ultimately he was going to record the lectures and then put them up uh, and only do a couple live Zoom sessions with the TAs and we I had to do every single segment of the live Zoom session. Um, so yeah, that was just it was kind of crazy to just have to figure that out so quickly. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what spring break was. Like, it was not a break. It was not a break at all. It was full of anxiety and trying to plan with this craziness and trying to figure out like what the new normal would be for the next however many weeks and at that time I was like oh this will blow over like couple weeks couple months at most yeah now did you see a lot of people going and partying on spring break out there because I know on the east coast we had a few clusters of like cities that still had spring break going on and people like yeah whatever if i get it i'm young i'm good like what was it what was Um, it like out there first as a graduate student luckily my friends are very responsible (laughs) so all of us ended up canceling our plans to go somewhere and we all stayed and we did not party um now as for the undergraduates um I think they did still party, and I did hear of, like, stories of people going away, um, you know, because I'm in school, so, you know, I've heard stories from, like, my fellow graduates about, like, undergraduate friends that, like, still went to Cancun, <laughs> um, and it's like, okay, cool, that's socially responsible, um, and, like, I get it. Partly, in the beginning at least, I got it because, like, it was so new and it was so sudden that, like, you know what? Nah, this is fine. It's no big deal. It'll blow over. I'm not going to cancel my optical spring break for this so, like, I can get it okay. But still, it was not socially responsible. Um, but just me personally and the, the that I hang out with there, um, all of us were still around and just doing boring Things. I mean, we would get we got together sometimes, but like nothing big or no party or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you canceled your plane ticket, how was the uh, the um, the the company, whatever you went through? How were they, were they understanding and be like, yeah, I understand. Here's your money back, or they're like, nope, you're kind of screwed, sort of thing. 
Yeah, so what I did was I called and I just told them. I was like, yeah, my school is telling me not to leave. And so, like, I really can't leave. Um, and it's, it was also the matter of, like, I was going home to see, like, grandparents who were obviously older. Um, so I, like, told the lady on the phone. Luckily, she was really nice. And I was like, look, like, I just don't want to risk any of this um, in such a new, like, scary pandemic going on and she was very understanding i definitely was not the first person to call and cancel <laughs> my trip, um because she was like okay this is what we're going to do um what they did was give me um a reservation credit um so they did not give me my money back um so i'll just say it's spirit airlines <laughs> and fine they didn't give me my money back but they did give me like all of what i paid for the ticket in a credit for Spirit Airlines. Um, and I was given until September 15th to use them. Um, at this point, I've used everything but $26, so <laughs> we're good. If I lose the $26, I'm like, eh. I mean, that could buy me a meal, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, they were pretty understanding. Um, definitely more understanding than I was expecting. Because um, I was kind of scared because the spirit kind of has a reputation. Um, but, yeah, they were good. And then very recently, like, after my phone call, I think within a couple of days, they, like, issued, like, an official statement. Like, basically what they did for me, like, hey, look, we know that it's your time. If you need to cancel, we're going to give you a reservation credit. So, um I think that is their official COVID policy now. So, um, yeah, it worked out pretty well in that case. Um, I was in charge. They didn't get any, any of my money, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and it was definitely sad not going home, but, like, it was definitely the right decision. Um yeah, and then we had to deal with the Supreme Court or completely. Oh. <sighs> that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, how long did the um, did the last semester actually go on? Did they complete the full semester while you're out there? Yeah. So the University of California system is quarter instead of semester. Okay. So, um, so its fall is from like very late September until mid-December. Winter is very beginning of January to mid-March. And then spring is the very end of March, last beginning of April, mid-June. Um, so we didn't finish it out, but it was virtual the entire time. Um, so originally in the first email, they said, um, you know, it It'll be virtual until at least the beginning of April. Within like a week, they were like, "Yeah, this is gonna be virtual at least." Um, you know, no, I think it was before the quarter even started. They were like, "We're gonna be virtual the entire quarter." I think it was like the day the quarter started. They were like, "Okay, this is the all. We're just gonna be virtual." The time. Um, which was. I mean, not the most unexpected. Also, if we're already going through the effort of everything online, like, why would we not be able to continue that? Um, so, yeah, there are definitely hopes 
before the quarter started that like first half would be virtual and second half would be in person. Quickly smash a bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we did finish out the quarter, um, but it was just completely online, um, which was definitely um, it was interesting. Um, I think there were, I mean, it wasn't quite as bad as I expected, actually. Um, I really liked being able to wake up and log into class and be in class in five minutes rather than having to get up or get dressed, ride my bike to school. Um, so that was kind of nice. But the, the flip side to that is that, like, if you're still in bed while you're watching your class and it's environmental econ, which I personally don't like, Professor um, <laughs> I would fall asleep. I would fall back to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I feel like that's like a normal thing. I mean, if you're at, you know, you're at home and it's boring, you're gonna leave and walk away for a while, <laughs> and no one's gonna know. You know? Yeah. I didn't even walk away. I had bed with me, and I was just still laying in bed. So I was just like. <laughs> listen to this and yeah no and you guys didn't have to show your face during any of them or they just they just always did the lecture standing and um it depended on the classes so two of the classes that were in were the full cohort meaning like my entire class so like all 94 and in those classes we did not have to have our camera on um, but then the smaller classes, those in two smaller classes, and um, one of them was recommended that we had our cameras on, and most people did. And then the other, like we were required. Professor Larson was not around, and she was like, "Yeah, no, you guys are gonna have your cameras on the time." Like the first day, she was like, "This." Is her. Was like, okay, and she was she's a little intimidating, so we were like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone like do any fun, funny stuff while on camera, like wear like a like a like a dinosaur mask or anything just for like you know to make people laugh and have a good time? Or is everyone like serious um, on the cameras? Um, I have a classmate who's like the class clown, and he put um he, he would have a different background. You know, on Zoom, you can put in like a picture for your background. You'd have a different background every day, and some of them were funny and some of them were plain disturbing um <laughs> <laughs> like it's supposed to be funny but i just found them disturbing um there was one of our like a professor that we all had in the very first quarter he like took a screenshot of him put that background I'm like that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> um and then i got to see a lot of pets so that was fun um also everybody got to see my cat to go because he was just all about like jumping up on me, running to across the water, <laughs> uh, smushing his face against like the laptop. Um, so like it would move and something just see blackness. He was like just walking across the street. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he was also very vocal and very loud when he was attention, so everybody could hear him too. Um, like my microphone was on. There was actually one of the comments that I got during my mid um, mid quarter review for these students that the class that I TA. He gets distracted with the cat a lot. I'm like, that's true. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you can blame Tom, but <laughs> yeah, I had the same issue a few times. Like my cat would walk on the screen, or it'd be like, "What is this light? Let me like paw at it," you know. <laughs> and you know, I got like in the Zoom, you can do a private chat, and I'll get some. I'll be like, "Your cat's funny." <laughs> um, the funniest thing I saw, I was in a meeting, and one of our one of my coworkers had a. It's I think it's a three year old. And he's got two dogs behind him. And I see him, his son has a lollipop and he's feeding it to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I call him up. I'm like, dude, your, your son's feeding <laughs> a lollipop. And he looks back and he yells at him. He's like, I'm not doing it. And he puts it in his mouth. <laughs> uh, he's like, can I call <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, just funny stuff like that, or, you know, it was pretty cool to see um, certain people with their backgrounds, and then, the, you know, yeah. obviously the people that aren't paying attention at the moment, or have, like, that that resting bitch face <laughs> during the meeting. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, going through Zoom meetings was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Especially as a TA, because none of my kids wanted to put their screens on. I didn't require it because I just don't, I don't know. There was something I was like, ah, I don't feel right about like making them turn their screens on. So like I ended it and I was like, I would really like it if you did. Did anyone do it? No. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think nobody wanted to be the first. I think that was the issue. Like nobody wanted to be the first one to turn their camera on. So I was literally just talking to a black screen. <laughs> um, yeah, and I told them to interrupt me, like just like say, uh, "Hey, hey, Kelsey, what did I have them call me? I think I just had them call Kelsey. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, yeah, yeah, yeah." And it was like, "No, Miss or anything." I'm thinking back to North Bend, like Miss Kelsey. <laughs> I'm like, "No." <laughs> um, no, I just, so I told them, I was like, yeah, if you need me to say, like, hey, Kelsey, can you, like, hold on? Like, I have a question. There were a handful of them who were comfortable doing that, but most of them just put their questions in the chat box. And for, like, the first two sections, for the first section, I did not even realize there's a chat box. And, like, <laughs> very, and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I have, like, three questions in here. Hold on, don't go yet. I'm going to answer these real quick. Um, and then the second one, I just kind of, like, I just kind of forgot about it. Um, so, for me, if they did. Kelsey, um, you just broke up for, like, 20 seconds, and now you're frozen. Hello. Hey, you broke up, and, like, you're just frozen like this. And, and I was like, Kelsey, Kelsey. And I was like, all right, I guess it's, it'll just end when it ends. Um, oh, your screen completely went away. Like, he disappeared. Um, when, it, when it cut off. You just finished, I think, the chats. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so if you wanted to pick it up from there, like your last thought. Yeah. Are you recording now? Yeah, I haven't stopped. So you're good. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the first um, the first Zoom call, I just did not know 
that the chat box existed and I had to catch up at the end. And then the second and third, I kind of forgot about it. Um, so it was still kind of awkward. But then I finally got the hang of it, um, especially after I knew that, like, um, some some people, like, some people just, I never even heard their voices. Like, they always use the chat box. Even if they were, like, really smart and they answered, like, all the questions, not say it out loud. And I'm like, but I want to pick up points. And then also, if uh, it kind of would be a reminder if I, like, asked a question, like, to the class, and then, like, crickets. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, let's pick the chat box. <laughs> and then there would really be a right answer in there. Um, yeah, so it was kind of, it was a learning experience for everyone. Um, but it worked out somewhat. Um, did you dress professionally for these classes? And like, if so, did you just like, was it just the top? Or did you have to like, just wear whatever you wanted? Like, cause you're, you know, you're in quarantine at this point. Yes. Um, so for the classes that I didn't have to be seen in, like the big classes, I just wore whatever, like my pajamas. Um, <laughs> Some of them, if I literally just literally rolled over in bed and opened up my laptop, I didn't have clothes on yet. Need <laughs> the clothes on, <laughs> but I was always very careful to make sure that I didn't want to be like that Zoom horror story where like you think that the video is not on, it's like you're just doing all the things. <laughs> uh, so that never happened me, uh, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the first, um, my first TA section, I got professionally, like, top and bottom. Um, but then, I, and I tried to dress up just because I didn't have anything else to dress up for. And I didn't want to be a bomb all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I tried to dress up, but it kind of just depends on the day, like, what I had energy for. There was one day, and I'll never do this again now, there was one day where I had a dressy top on and, like, sh like shorts, like gym shorts. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I think it was a morning meeting, and I was just, like, rushing, and I was like, I only have time for the start. Um, and it was a really important meeting, um, the client of our group project, uh, which is, like, the capstone project for our program. And, um, and it was my turn to present, so the sound was on. And of course, if my windows were open, because it's California, we don't have AC. Who needs AC? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, at the moment, at like the two minutes where I presented, the trash truck decided to come. And so at this point, I was stuck in a conundrum. Do I make everybody listen to the sound of the trash truck during my presentation? Or do I get up to close my window and have everybody in short? <laughs> I chose the former. So everybody had to listen to the crash. And I have no idea how loud it was for them, but it was real loud for me. So, <laughs> so I learned my lesson, and I will never do that again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was waiting for you to hear you like show everyone the gym shorts and be like, "Damn!" But I, that's a smart choice. I would have done the same. 
I don't, I don't know. Looking back, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you could have just, yeah. like, just mocked talking and, like, just been quiet and mouthed it. <laughs> while the trash went by. <laughs> and then once it finishes, like, and I'm done. <laughs> and they're like, we are. <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I still think about that day, actually. I'm like, I wonder if they could hurt. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm never, ever happen again. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into um, California. Um, so, like I said, so I think you're home, like I said, so from the time that it started in mid-March until, um, July 7th is when I came home. Um, yeah, so... We could say, like, 100 days, roughly. Uh, it's three months and some change. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I tried to do the math, and I was like, uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Um, so was our governor was basically almost doing daily briefings. Um, I forget. Is your governor last name Brown? I can't remember. It's like Jerry Brown no, it's, or no, it's Newsom. Newsom. Gavin. Okay. Um, was he constantly talking to Californians on TV? Or was it just kind of like a one, one-time thing, and then he would just update you, like maybe weekly or what? Um. So I don't have a TV. Like, <laughs> yeah. millennial who has no money. Um. <laughs> so personally, I don't know if he was going on TV, but he was posting. Like, there was a lot of information that was getting out from him from California government. Um. And even now, like, there's a website still set up, like, California.gov, um, that, like, shows all the daily pieces, um, and, like, each county and the hotspots and everything, um, and I did hear him speak on the radio, um, about the situation, um, so, in my opinion, he was keeping us pretty well informed, um, and I think he took action at the right time. Um, I like I said, everything was really abrupt, but I think that's what it needed to be. Um, yeah, and they were pretty cautious even now. Um, things aren't any more opened up than they were when I left on July sixth or seventh. Like, bars are still closed unless they serve food, and then all the seating has to be outside, um, and everything's like a mask mandate. Um, so, and he, he closed beaches as well in, um, like, L.A. County. Luckily not Santa Barbara County, because that was, that was my last place of, like, solid. And I was like, please, so please, please, please not close speeches. Um, he did in L.A. County just because I think, I mean, L.A. County is a lot more populated than Santa Barbara. Um, 
and people were taking to like the state parks and the beaches when you know everything shut down. And so he actually had to close he closed the state parks for a little while. Um, which everybody was pretty pretty mad about. So they're like, but it's outside. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and he closed the beaches. And honestly, I was pretty mad about that, like about the state parks. And if he had closed uh, Santa Barbara beaches, I would have been pissed. Um, <laughs> so people but, didn't just go down to Santa Barbara and go to their beaches. No, no. They didn't. They couldn't. <laughs> Like that, like that makes logical sense to me, <laughs> but you know, like I'll just go somewhere else where it's open. So how yeah, far is how far is LA County to Santa Barbara County? Um, it is two counties down. I believe Orange County is in between. So like from Santa Barbara to LA, it's like an hour and a half without traffic. Or, like, with the normal amount of traffic. Um, so it's kind of a long way for the beach when you're used to going to, like, say, a beach, like, five or ten minutes away. It's pretty much the California's coastline of the beach. Um, and unfortunately, it was just the beaches. So, of course, the rich people on the beaches apply to them. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah, the, it was kind of nervous for us because we, like, everybody was like, there were rumors that, like, all the beaches were going to be shut down at a certain weekend. It was in May, I think, maybe late April, that, like, the rumors were circulating. Um, and then it was, like, a couple days after the rumors were circulating that just L.A. County beaches were shut down, not Santa Barbara. So it was like, okay, we got off. Got off on that one, <laughs> um, but he did close all state parks, um, which kind of sucks because we were going to go to one after our classes were over. But it's fine. We just went to like a smaller, I guess, county campground, which was still open, so it worked out. What um, when it comes to national parks, were they were they still open? National parks. California. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I know for a fact the state parks were closed, but I don't know if California has any jurisdiction over the national parks within California. I think they were closed now. Because, like, Yosemite, I'm pretty sure it was closed. Yeah, like, I would assume they also closed, but I don't remember ever hearing, like, an announcement saying it. Um, no, you know what, I don't have, I don't think the state of California has jurisdiction over, uh, a national park, regardless of, like, where it resides. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think the, open, I think there's a state park, but now that I think of it, that's really silly, um, I don't know. Yeah, um, so for our state parks, they never got more popular, and... <laughs> we were trying and our governor was like alright guys like let's not all go to the state parks all at once like let's keep social distance if you're going to go outside but he mm -hmm. never he never closed them 
because I know some park rangers, and they're just like, we've never been busier. Like, this is ridiculous. It's like, everyone yeah. wants to come now. So, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked we never went that approach. I don't know if, I, if it's a good or bad thing, because I don't know how many cases have happened um, from the state yeah. park. But I can tell you, I can I look at a state park and the beach, and that is <laughs> throwing the people there every every day. It seems like. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Do you think it was a good decision to close the state parks? Um. I mean, at first, can I be honest? I was mad yeah. about it. Just as an as a nature loving freak, I especially like having everything already closed down for several months, and then. Him being like, there are too many of you outside. Now I'm closing the state parks. I'm like, huh? like, what do you mean? Like, now we can't even go outside. And I think that was the point that, like, how like a lot of <laughs> conservatives were kind of mad from the beginning. Like, I can't get a haircut. Like, I was fine. I was like, I don't need a haircut. But like the fact that I was being told like I couldn't go outside anymore. That's when I was like, no, <laughs> my my freedoms are being infringed upon. <laughs> But, I mean, I get it. Like, it was a response to the amount of people that were going to the state park and the fact that, like, social distancing wasn't happening. Um, And then also because people weren't wearing the masks because it was outside. Um, So, like, I get it. Like, as a direct response to people's actions, it made sense. Like, looking back at at it now but like at the time I was definitely like no (laughs) yeah Yeah, and at the time like we didn't have information about the virus that much whereas now they're like yeah like outside's fine like the ultraviolet light kills it and it's great to be outside but just keep social distance but like masks don't worry about it too much at least that's what I'm hearing but, like, yeah, at the time in April, and like, no one knew that, yeah. like, being outside was okay. And Yeah. Yeah, I think he was just, I think he was trying his best. <laughs> and, um, like, how else can you really control that kind of thing? Like, when all kinds of people are flocking to the state park, like, what other option do you have? If you do nothing or close them? I mean, I like the idea of having, like, now, I don't know if this would work or how feasible this would be, but, like, the idea of having, like, um, like, a capacity, like, somebody at, like, the gate, and, like, okay, at 50% capacity of this park, we're gonna stop letting people in kind of thing. Um, I don't know if they would, I don't even know if, like, that's feasible or possible. So, I feel like the decision makes sense. Like, do something or do nothing. He did something. So, like, okay. (laughs) It's better than nothing, I'll say that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we did have have some order, and I know it took away fishing and stuff, but, like, I don't think the state parks ever actually closed. Um, Could people still, like, fish? Because we could... We could fish for substance. Did you guys ever get to something like that where you could like, you couldn't be outside unless you were like doing something for survival, basically. Um. Yeah, it was right around that time um, that we were being 
um, I think it was right before Zane Park was closed. They were trying to convince people like not to go outside. So they were just like, yeah, you need to stay home. That includes like going for a run and stuff like that. And I don't think that was directly from Nicholson, but that was like kind of what the vibe was going around. Like if you are going for exercise outside, you're being socially irresponsible. So <laughs> that was okay. Um, <laughs> um, and like I said, I don't think that part came directly from Newsom and like the California state government. Um, but yeah, it definitely was not. That may have been like the second worst time of the pandemic, like the first by far being like the very beginning, like what the heck is mm-hmm. happening. That that time being like, okay, no, you're not even allowed to go outside anymore. Like, yeah, they were like, yeah, don't walk the dog around the block. Don't go for a ride. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but that didn't last very long, um, luckily. So, and I don't even know if any of you can read Honestly, <laughs> and I think that's actually why uh, the state parks were flipped because everybody was like, man, man, I'm going outside. <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of like how Californians act anyway? Like, is that like the mentality, like, I mean, like we're just going to do what we want? Like, don't have time what to do? Uh, I don't think quite as much as memory. Midwestern or maybe some southern states. Um, at least, I mean, granted, like because of the fact that I don't have a car there, and because of the fact that I was listening mostly to order, I wasn't out all that much. Um, but when I was out, like everybody was complying. Um, honestly, since coming back to Maryland, I've seen more people here make a big deal of like the whole mask wearing thing that I, I did in California. Um, but I'm also going through three different counties here because I work in Baltimore County, I live in Cecil County and I, I'm in Hartford County a lot. Whereas, you know, in California I was just in Santa Barbara because I had no car. So like, you know, the the sample size here was bigger than it was there. But no, I didn't see really any issues um, other than the whole like outside thing I think Californians are really like no we are going hard to we are going hiking um, but like the mask wearing thing didn't really seem to be a problem but then of course the undergrads telling them not to party was obviously just mission impossible <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you, you said they haven't really changed anything as of right now in California no, no. Um, the last thing, the last like official order that came out from the state government um, was in May, and that was like the slowly reopening some things, um, like restaurants, as long as you can eat outside. Um, whereas before, takeout and delivery options were still fine; like they were never taken away. But like there was no dining at a restaurant and then come May, I think like eighth or something, you were allowed to dine as long as it was outside and social distance. Um, so there were like some slight new, new like 
opportunities to reopen some things and like on certain standards or certain regulations. I mean, um, come May. Um, but yeah, nothing has changed since then. Because I just updated myself before the podcast to be sure. Like, am I missing anything since I left? No, nothing's changed. So, um, as far as I know, everything is still that kind of in the weird open state. Um, yeah, and I think just staying that way because they haven't. The cases are still slightly. Up, not like crazy going up, but they're still going up like incrementally by like between one and five percent per day. Um, and I think, like, I mean, I'm not part of the California government, obviously, but I think what they want to see they start to go down before they obviously like reopen everything Yeah, I know some places and states have like. 10 days of it going down before they went to, like, another phase. So that's yeah. probably something that they might have in place as well. Yeah. And I know a lot of states have just kind of stopped where they're at. And they're like, okay, we, like, told, like North Carolina, for example, my family and I went to the Outer Banks. Um, and we were expecting at that point for it to be in stage three. But they stopped at stage two when, like, COVID cases kind of start going back up, and they were like, wait, no, hold up. I know we said that we were going to go to stage two, but we're not now. And they're still in stage two. Like, my friend works in the North Carolina Aquarium, and it, there's the, the aquarium's still closed. Yeah, I know the Baltimore Aquarium is open, but it's limiting the amount of people, and you have to, like, constantly be walking through. So, like... Oh, you can't. Yeah. So, like, the downfall of that is when you're, like, you're in an aquarium, you want to stop and look, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it kind of, like, defeats the purpose of viewing it. But, you know, they're open, so I think they're making some money. Um, now, is the North Carolina Aquarium, or is it run by the state of North Carolina? Or is it, like, yeah. a done? Okay, so that might be part of it. Because, like, the Baltimore is, like, it's, like, a nonprofit that also, you know, they get government money, but they're a nonprofit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know that Venture Aquarium in Camden, New Jersey, just opened recently because my family. <laughs> and yeah, they're doing the same thing as the National Aquarium like, only a certain amount of tickets at a certain time. Um, you have to wear a mask. And they took everybody's temperature up and went in. And if you are over whatever degree, you and everyone that was in the same car with you was not allowed to come in and take a marks. So my grandma was like, we better all be under the counter. And I'm like, uh, we think we are. <laughs> we were. So. Yeah, I know there's someone that uh, she, she just got a job at like a new aquarium in New Jersey. I can't remember what it was, but I think it, like, opened up in maybe March, which means it was probably open for, like, two weeks <laughs> before. <laughs> so, hopefully, it, you know, that's still going on. I can't I can't remember where it is, like, Secaucus or something. Okay. So. Yeah, aquariums in California are still closed. Yeah, and I, I don't know about ones throughout the country, like Georgia and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure that the ones in but I mean, they had they sent their kids to school. Like, come on now. <laughs> so are they still in school, or did they shut them down? Because I heard like a hundred teachers or something got COVID like day one. Yeah, I heard there were like ten thousand cases within the first week of like school. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I haven't updated it. I haven't like updated my own news of the situation since then. I mean, hopefully they learned their lesson closed down, started virtually, but I think I heard that's what they did, but I have not cited my source on that, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, that was very smart. Um, <laughs> so what is, um, what does the future hold for schools in California? Have you got? Have you been given an update? Because I know a few states have had kids go back. Like Notre Dame had a whole bunch of people. UConn had a pandemic party, and those people got kicked out. <laughs> um, and I heard I think Chapel Hill had like four areas that got it, and I think they shut down. And that's like all I've heard about school so far. Yeah. So the UC systems at the University of California took them. Um, is completely virtual. Uh, they've been virtual all summer, and they're continuing to be virtual for fall. Um, so that was... <laughs> it wasn't necessarily, at least for my school, like to me, it wasn't really announced per se, but like all of my classes, like on the registration website, have said online since I registered. Um, so... And then, like, the class that I'm preparing to TA for, like, that's going to be online. So, like, it's just kind of, like, a wealth of fact at this point. Like, nobody really even announced it or, I guess, really even needed to announce it. But we're, we're all, everything's online. Um, or maybe somebody did announce it. Honestly, I haven't been checking my email. <laughs> my school this uh, over the summer. But, yeah, everything's online. We are not going back in person at all for the fall quarter. So, at least until December, everything's going to be virtual for the University of California, like all campuses, um, including Santa Barbara. Um, which is fine. At this point, that's what I was expecting. I think, like, back in the spring, I was hoping that, like, by September would be fine. But, like, w within the past several months, I was, like, yeah, it's going to be online. Like, <laughs> so it's not like the biggest surprise, and I was already pretty prepared for it. So, And I also kicked butt last quarter. So, like, if I did it then, <laughs> I can do it again. So it's fine. Um, I'm really hoping that I don't necessarily see us being able to come back in January just because... I mean, winter, it's blue season to begin with, so I feel like COVID's really going to, like, take it and run with it. Uh, that's just what I predict would happen. Um, so I don't really foresee us going back to the winter quarter either, but I am hoping and praying to the universe gods that we can go back to our spring quarter that starts at the end of March, beginning of April 2021. Because then I would have one full normal year of grad school out of two. <laughs> and I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's. I think everyone's kind of coming to the realization that, all right, the rest of the year is done. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. 
Like, um, they thought about trying to do sports and whatnot, and they're like, yeah, all fall sports are done. We'll assess winter sports soon. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's just, yeah. I know, um, I think Virginia was talking about vaccines and whatnot for their kids. Like, they're going to make it mandatory for everybody. Oh. Um, do we even have a vaccine? No, they just said when it comes out, it's going to be mandatory. Oh. <laughs> I can see the controversy over that already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking like, all right, so like California's got a lot of people. If they make that, is, is do they have a vaccine mandatory? Like you have to have certain vaccines to be in in school? Yeah, yeah. Um, before I came to the university, I had to get tested for tuberculosis. I had to have my flu shot, and I think there was another one I forget the name of. Um, I don't know. I think there was one more shot that I had to be up to date on, um, but I already had it, and I think that's probably why I'm forgetting it, because I didn't just have to get it. Like, I was already up to date. Um, <clears throat> might have been like tetanus, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it might have been no, but that's, that's, I think it was like a contractual, not contractual, a contagion, like a contagious that, um, no, maybe it was just, I remember I had to get a TB test, I remember they like inserted the thing in my arm and I was like freaked out, um, because I never had to get a TB test with the person, they were like, yeah, you just put this in your arm, and if it doesn't react, you don't have TB, and I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird, but yeah, I could see the University of California doing something like that, which I'm not an anti-vaxxer, so like, okay, like, <laughs> I'm going to put up a fight about it, um, like, I believe in the science of vaccines, um, my only worry would be if they like rush it you know what I mean like the science of vaccines is founded but you can also rush science to the point where like it may not be the best or it may have side effects that you don't know about because you rushed it so that would be my only like qualm about it yeah as you were speaking, I was thinking of, like, those cell phones that they made, and they rushed them, and then, like, they caught on fire, and they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> our bad, yeah. we'll give you a new one yeah. once it's done. It's like, once you have the vaccine, can you do that? <laughs> can you be oh, like, oh, yeah. shit, <laughs> this one, this one you didn't want, this is the bad one. We'll give you a new one now, don't worry about the side effects, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder about, like, the legality. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever, like, challenged an education system by, like, being forced to take a vaccine. I'm for, like, sure, like, education. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've, I know there was, like, a city in California that had a lot of anti-vaxxers. And then they, like, got, like, massive amounts of whatever disease that they were, like... I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are like guys stop doing this <laughs> but I know it was in California <laughs> yeah California's food 
interesting Lavoie people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to add the lovely part so nobody comes after me. Well, Kelsey, we hit over an hour. Yes, we did. Yeah. Even yes. with our troubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, how how would you rate your first year in 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 uh, <laughs> in school in California? <laughs> I mean, are we taking COVID into consideration, or um, let's do without it and then put it in as a whole? Including, like, how they handled it. Okay, like, without it, like, pretending COVID didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fun. I love the fact that I'm able to bike to the beach. I've never had that in my life, and it's amazing. Um, it's expensive as hell, so that's not cool. <laughs> um, I got a new kitten, and he's precious. His name is Zuko, like, Zuko from Avatar. Um... So that was fun. I made new friends. Uh, grad school was pretty awesome. It was a it was a big year of learning about me, about adulting in general. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was definitely tough. But I think any period of big change and big growth is going to be uncomfortable. That's how you grow by being uncomfortable, um, including COVID. I mean, COVID definitely makes. But granted, I don't know who COVID didn't ruin things for. So <laughs> I think that would have been the same, like, regardless of where I was. And honestly, um, <clears throat> my professor did a great job getting everything to remember as they did. Um, I, my learning experience taking my teaching wasn't the hardest um, the fact that I was still able to see my friends at the same building made me not completely lose my mind. But overall, <laughs> still pretty decent. Nice. Well, well, thanks, Kelsey, for joining the show, and thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, you can check us out on the podcast on everything dot com, or go to basically any place that has podcasts and download their app and you can find us if you search the podcast on everything. So thank you for listening.